Good morning from Coachella in Indio, California. Uh, it's actually not the morning. It's it's around noon on the Saturday of the second weekend of Coachella. This is David Catney's, and yes, this is too close to call, but we're not going to talk about politics today. We're going to talk about Coachella culture. Some of you people out there that that need it. So I had never been to Coachella before. I am out here with a five friends, two of my best buddies, their sister, and his wife and sister. Half the group has done Coachella before. Again, I have not. Couple top line observations. It is a hell of a walk to get in. It is a sprawling site. And we are staying in Indio about probably a quarter of a mile just down in a neighborhood from the festival. And I hope everyone knows what Coachella is. Do I have to explain it? I don't think so in this rant. This is truly just off the cup. I truly just rolled out of bed and is providing this content. So a couple observations won't keep you too long, but the it is really a walk to get in. It is over an hour from where we're staying, and we are as close as you can get to the festival. Most people, a lot of people stay in Pop Springs. Some people camp. We are not camping. I, I think I've grown out of that. I did that for a while in, in festivals. But you really got you got to plan, and then when you're coming out, it's like, wow. And, uh, you know, you're, you're going to walk for an hour and a half because you're within the masses. If you, if you stay late, we left around uh, 1, one thirty last night. Pacific time, of course. So the walk is very long. If you ever do Coachella, just plan to, to, to leave a lot of time. If you're Ubering in, it's going to take longer. If you're walking, it's going to take a while. Um, sprawling grounds, beautiful. You know, the mountains you know, in the, in the, in the, in the background are very hard to beat palm trees, obviously. So the second big takeaway is the weather really warm during the day, obviously we're in the desert, but then that sun goes down and it gets tricky because it, it, it got real cold last night and there was wind and that was really the problem. It dropped into the low sixties. So, you know, you're in, you're, you're in short sleeves, you're in shorts. And then you got to calibrate, recalibrate. So you better have a <laughs> you better have a game plan uh, for a sweatshirt. I was laughing at people that wear pants into festivals. I didn't think that was a thing, but now I get it because my legs were cold as well. And it was really for the win. The tricky thing is going into days two and days three, it's warmer. It's going to be warmer each day. So the first day was in the 70s, second day is in the 80s. On Sunday, it's supposed to be in the 90s. So it's it's really about the wardrobe change and how drastically cool it gets at night and how bad the wind is. So the wind is a little tricky, or the, the weather is a little tricky. We learned that the hard way last night. I think I'm going to bring a heavy artillery hoodie in for the evening hours of Coachella. And then third big point is the lineup. And who we got to see. This isn't the greatest festival lineup that that I've ever experienced. But that's not really the point. The point is like do Coachella. And I think people sometimes lose the purpose of a festival, which is to introduce yourself to newer artists. So 
that, you know, not going to the same artist over and over again. Although on the first day, day one, our group did basically hit most of the artists. I saw John Summit, who is this sort of ri rising baby-faced DJ. I wrote about him. Can you hear that plane overhead? I'm outside on a patio, so this is... <laughs> uh, John Summit, who, who did a darker set. Usually plays sort of the party, high poppy set. A little darker, very but, but good, fun. And Dom Dalla, another younger DJ, electronic music DJ, who also is very good. He played a little Kanye West, which, you know, if you know, if you're fans of Too Close to Call, you know I am an obsessive Kanye West fan. I was very bummed when he canceled Coachella, although I think it's for the best for him to take a rest and get his mental health and get his family stuff straight. But Dom Dollar did a little Kanye West. He played, uh, I missed the old Kanye and he remixed it. So that was fun. That was an exciting part. And then, you know, we were in the festival pretty early yesterday. So it was a very long day, 12 hours plus. Uh, my joints are feeling it this morning. Those were the early sets, John Summit and Dom Dalla. I would uh, check Dom Dalla out. You've probably heard of John Summit if you are an EDM fan, but check Dom Dalla out if you're not. He's fun. And and then it sort of moved into, they have a great beer garden at the Coachella. It's my, my, my buddy is a big fan of it, and we, you camp out there. So here's another point. I should This should, should have been a separate point, but this is a diversion. I guess this is point 2A before I get to the rest of the artist. But you can't drink outside of restricted areas at Coachella. You can't bring a drink, an alcoholic beverage, to a show. They only allow it in the beer gardens. You can only drink in the beer gardens, which are a little removed from the show. You know, some of them, a couple of them have a view, but it's obstructed, and you're sort of trapped in the beer garden. I've never seen that at a festival before. Every other festival, you can take drinks, you can walk around. It does decrease the litter. I think for sure that you don't have drink cups strewn all over the the grounds, but it's a little bit of a bummer. Yeah, I'd like to you know get a gin and tonic and, and walk around. You can't do that. You have to plant in the festival. So that does encourage. What does it encourage? People chugging drinks in the restricted area and then running out to shows because these are big grounds. You know, it's six, five or six stages. I think six stages. And you run around and, you know, it takes, you know, the walks are 15 minutes to get to one end to the other. So you're rushing and you're trying to make set time. So the, the odd thing, I mean, if there's anyone out there that knows the reason why California does this or Coachella, I should probably look into it. But you have to drink in the, in the beer garden. You can't bring drinks out of the beer garden. Okay, back to the artists for day one. So John Summit, Dom Dalla. And then I broke off and saw Run the Jewels hip-hop duo that had an exceptional album two years ago, and then COVID hit and they couldn't tour. Killer Mike, one of the guys in the group, great personality. They brought a lot of energy. Hip-hop's tough to match, you know, what's recorded. You know, getting the audio and getting the rap lyrics to hit as nicely live. So they didn't quite match that, but they were, they were good. I'm glad I went to run the jewels. So... Hip-hop fans should go see Run the Jewels. And then we kind of got into uh, a, a rallying of events. We saw, we tried to hit a lot at the end from about 10 to 1 a.m., sort of the last throws. 
Uh, Lewis the Child, uh, we saw for only about 15 minutes. The, it was odd they played two of their, they played a song, we believe, twice in about a 10 minute stretch, which was very odd for them to use the same song. So we were wondering why they did that. Um, we weren't there very long, and because we were trying to get to another set, we we're trying to see Art Bat for the first time. Another DJ, my friend, is is big on. But here's the odd thing: one of the tents you couldn't get in. There's a line to get in the tent. There's a lot. You're inside the festival, and then there became a line to get inside the tent to see Art Bat at the festival. So that made Art Bat impossible to get into. We weren't really in a way line, so we got out of there. Went back to the Do Lab, which is sort of the experimental DJ hut where DJs can kind of just show up. Uh, so it's sort of smaller names, but kind of a wild experience. You see wild things. I mean, there's like fire on the stage and people are in pretty extravagant outfits. It is a, you know, that's a people watching place. Go to the Do Lab, even if you don't like the music. It's just kind of a wild, you know, it's very um, tribal in the Do Lab. And then finally, which was the highlight of the night, was seeing Lane 8. He is so good, so smooth, the production of the music so high. He started his set, he had a little static that started his set, and I was a little nervous, was there going to be an audio problem? But he smoothed it out pretty quickly, and it was just the best top set of the night. My other friend saw Maddie on while I was at Rudder Jewels. They would they would put Maddie on up there as, as a top two set. I, I agree, Manion. I've just seen his set a bunch of times. Manion's production is exceptional. Lane 8's production, he does less with lights, but he doesn't need it because music is that good. The music production is that high quality. And the lights are good, but they're not over the top. A lot of artists overcompensate with a lot of, you know, drops and big lights because, you know, everyone likes a big light drop. But Lane 8 doesn't need to because he is that good. If you just like, it's not heavy electronic music either. You should give it a shot. Even if you are skeptical of electronic music, it is not party music. It is just really pretty. It's almost like an electronic symphony, I would call it. And he should be a must see for whenever he's in your city or if you're in another city or if you're at a festival, go see Lane A. That is my biggest takeaway. From day one at Coachella, day two starts now.